0: Hey Keurig coffee drinkers, need a cold coffee with a bold flavor? Dunkin' Cold K-Cup Pots were specially crafted for cold coffee. Brew over ice straight out of the Keurig coffee maker for smooth, delicious Dunkin' taste you know and love. Find your next Dunkin' Cold Coffee in the roasted coffee aisle. Hey folks,
1: it's Lyle.
0: Get this, I'm coming to over
1: 40 cities across the United States, the UK, Europe, and Australia to do this here Therapy Gecko podcast live. These shows will involve bringing folks from the audience up on stage to talk to a gecko about whatever they want, just like we do on the podcast. Uh, The shows are completely unplanned, completely unpredictable, and they will be a lot of fun. So, if you're a fan of the podcast, you should definitely come out. Uh, tickets are available right now at therapygeckotour.com, and you should get them before they are sold out. That's therapygeckotour.com. We'll put the link in the episode description as well. Uh, the live shows are, are very fun, they're very gecko y, and I uh, hope to see you there. All right, let's get into the episode. Hi, who is this? Hello, this is Dijon. Dijon, what's happening?
2: (laughs) Not too much, Gek. not too much. Before I ask you what is happening, I want to first, if you're willing to answer, what sparked your little mindfulness trip that you have been um, referencing lately?
1: Mindfulness trip that I've been referencing lately? Um... Let me think. Uh well in case if this is out of con I don't know if th- this might be out of context. I don't know where I'm gonna put this call in the podcast, but um yeah. uh I yes, I have been talking about trying to protect my peace more. What sparked it? I well, I fuck it, I'll talk about it. I had a I just I don't know, I went insane. I, I I was I realized that uh my life and my decisions and my I just realized I was I was kind of um running on an engine that was fueled by uh fear and anxiety and stress and guilt and shame and um that that is not a good w- way to live at all that's not a worthy life um hmm. and so uh i'm trying to not let that happen again uh, it's inevitably going to because you never really um <sighs> You never fully solve any of your problems. You just kind of have to keep mentally lifting weights, and yeah. So I'm on. A, I'm on. I'm, on, I'm, on, I'm on, I. So yes, I'm on a little kick now, and I don't. I don't know where I'm going to put this. I don't know uh, uh, where this call will be contextually in the podcast, but I have been talking about it. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, uh, that just that interested me because I mean, as you are the guy who. Talks to people about a very wide variety of things. I always wonder when you're saying, like, you've been thinking about these things lately, like, where it came from. Because, obviously, we just see these few hours a few times a week. But whatever you're doing outside of that is, obviously, what's going to, like, spark these thoughts. I assume, at least.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I debate how much to share on here because... uh Mm-hmm. But I, I usually I feel I actually feel good. Like you know, even just telling you just now, uh, everything I just told you, felt good because I mean I'm always, uh, you know, other people are telling me what's going on with them, so I feel like I should mm-hmm. um, talk about what's going on with me. And I don't want people to think that uh, I don't. I I don't want people to think that I'm happy all the time because it's not true. Sure. Um, and I don't want people to have this false idea that like I am a some sort of uh man of any kind of knowledge and peace that is is uh spreading that to other people cuz uh you know I mean I am sometimes I don't know I don't know I'm figuring myself out as is uh, everyone <laughs> who is who is talking to me on this show and and also lots of people who are not talking to me in this show lots of people are who are in um you know Tibet have no idea who I am, <laughs> and are trying to figure out their lives, regardless of my show at all. True. Very true. All right, Dijon. Enough of this shit. It says here, Dijon. <laughs> you know what, fuck you. Tell me. You tell me. I want you to tell me what it says here.
2: You. <laughs> okay, well, I, I appreciate everything you just said, though. Seriously. Um... So something like what it probably says there is I drove the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile as a job for a year um, and I had some I had some experiences. I had some some stories for sure. um, And one of them was a protest that happened while I was doing an event. Uh, Is that is that something like what you
1: got? Uh, Well, it is now that you have told it to me. What is this? What is the protest? (laughs)
2: um so are you familiar with the oscar meyer Wienermobile in any capacity
1: uh the oscar meyer Wienermobile, from what i am familiar with is a giant hot dog <laughs> car
2: mm-hmm
1: that is, is exactly other infor- is there any other yeah. important information that, that 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 you know i or the people listening need to know about the oscar Meyer Wienermobile that i did not just cover
2: Um, no, 27 foot long hot dog on wheels is a a pretty good wrap up of what that is for sure. Um, it is important that it's a hot dog though, because the protest was a, um, it was an anti-meat protest of sorts. Um, so we were at an event at a grocery store, stop me if you have questions, of course, um, hanging out, we give out wiener whistles and stickers Uh, and coupons at these uh, said events Um, and just like have fun, play games, try to make people smile, try to make someone's day, that kind of stuff. Uh, And someone comes up. It started as a really positive thing um, because someone came up and I had a great conversation with them and they're like, yeah, I'm actually here to protest after about 15 minutes of talking about life and what we do. Uh, And (laughs) I was a little naive. I tried to be positive and not think terrible things um so i just went oh for what (laughs) and she was like this man what what do you and i was like oh we we just talked we just i thought we were friends (laughs) like what just happened i just kind of panicked i was like oh no 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 um because it just it got real real um so like, 20 of her protesting friends roll up, and one of them is in, like, you know how, like, the Muscle Museum exhibits look? It's like a skin suit type deal. You know what I mean? Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, why don't you explain it?
2: Um, so, they're, they're in, like, a full body suit that just looked like the inside of a body it was like the the, the point of it was that it was like um a, a slaughtered animal like she was wearing a pig nose it was like a slaughtered pig costume if you will um so <laughs> that person comes up in that like suit and is like hey can we take a look inside and i so My the job you're called the hot dogger, right? And there's two of us. My hot dogger partner was inside the store, like trying to figure stuff out. So I'm just like, uh, sure. I I guess I don't. I should. You let let her into the
1: wintermobile.
2: (laughs) You let
1: the pita (laughs) meat suit wearing person into the hot dog mobile. I know. Oh, I know. You would have been killed instantly in the war, Dijon. Oh my I god! I blew it.
2: I blew it, man. I don't know what to tell you. I blew it. I know.
1: I just, I, I was just too nice. I know. My job was to be nice. She was and gonna be there to put C four in the fucking thing and blow it up.
2: And it would have been my fault! There, there's no way around that. It would have been totally my fault. But I let her in. I let her in. They started taking pictures and like it was weird because she was doing like peace sign pictures. She wasn't doing like mean like protest pictures, whatever that might mean. She was like doing like poses like this is fun kind of thing and I was like this is kind of strange. Um, So she was in there for like 10 seconds maybe before my, like I said, the other hot dogger came out and was like, hey, hey, you guys got to go. She was much smarter than I. She would have been fine in the war that you mentioned for sure. Um, But did them out. She was like, you guys got to go. And she was like, hey, we should try to leave. So we try to call the bosses. We can't get a hold of them. And as we're trying to figure ourselves out and figure out if we can leave or not, They have gathered outside the Wienermobile, um, like I said, like 20, 30 people, and they're in kind of a circle with the person in the suit uh, that I let in earlier, if you recall, um, in the middle. And she's kind of doing like some sort of street performing, street art kind of deal. And once we kind of get a look, we realize that she is kind of like acting as a pig on its way to slaughter.
0: <laughs> uh...
2: Um yeah, um and she's like crawling on the ground and like s- like making like squealing pig noises like all out, all of it.
1: That's kind of awesome. Um
2: <laughs> respects for how hard they went. Yeah, truly. Like they uh, this next part is even they went even harder because
1: she didn't kill well, herself, my, did well, she? Well,
2: She did well I can't honestly confirm that, but no. I no. No. (laughs) We we left uh, eventually, but that they she pretty much acted out doing that because they went into the store that we were at and they bought a bunch of ketchup, right? And they came back out and she's slaughtered as the pig now. So she was on her way to the slaughter, now she's being slaughtered as the pig. And there's, like, three people with ketchup bottles just spraying ketchup all over this woman in a skin suit, like, inside of a pig full body suit as she, like, squeals on the ground and is, like, contorting her body and, like, just screaming and being sprayed with ketchup by multiple people next to the mobile, Which, by the way, is, like, a family-friendly, like, bring your kids, bring your grandma, we'll get stickers to everyone, have a great day. That's what we want to portray. <laughs> and everything I just told you is happening literally 10 feet from the Wienermobile, where we are, right there. In and,
1: and how are people reacting to this display, the civilians that I've <laughs> um,
2: Pretty much just like us, which was not wanting to watch but not able to look away because you can't you can't just walk by that and not wonder right like there's a lady on the ground yelling being sprayed by other adults with ketchup and you're like what's going on there's a there's a gigantic hot dog on wheels and there's people screaming next to it what's going on and there's like there's a couple kids there's a wide variety of people And they're just standing and watching. Do you think?
1: Do you think they got to anyone? Like, did did they make anyone put down their hot dog?
2: (laughs) You know what? I don't think they did. I don't think they did. Not in that particular. You're telling
1: me. You're telling me. This woman uh, wore a suit of meat. (laughs) Crawled around on a parking lot floor, uh, made squealing pig noises, and had people throw ketchup on her for nothing.
2: Now, there is a world out there where maybe she just enjoyed doing that and does it for fun. Uh, not outside the Mobile. And then it wouldn't be for nothing. You know, it'd be for enjoyment, like how yeah. I play video games or, you know, you you do whatever you like to do there's a chance but in terms of making someone put their hot dog down in the moment I I just don't know if I just don't know if it it hit the way that they wanted it to
1: so Dijon uh it says that you drove the Oscar Mayer William for a year it says that you drove it to 30 plus different countries like you drove it out out Uh, out of America
2: Um, you know what? When you said that, it made me realize that I think I did say that out loud, but I 100% meant to say states.
1: That's what I was thinking too. I was like, you had to, I don't think you were driving (laughs) it around in fucking, uh, you know, Afghanistan. I was not. no.
2: Uh, No, it was very much a U.S. thing. It has been outside the U.S. once or twice, but yeah, 30 plus states. I'm so sorry about that.
1: It's okay. I forgive you. Uh, do you have any other fun stories from your travels that you want to share?
2: Oh, man. Um, we, I mean, we saw so many wild, we, we spend a lot of time at Walmart. Uh, and as many people may or may not know, the the people of Walmart is a slogan in its own. Um, so we saw a lot of interesting characters out there. the for some reason, the first thing I could think of is while we were driving, this was not out of Walmart, this was on the road, but while we were driving, once we got our picture taken and like waves and stuff, because again, it's like an 11-foot-tall gigantic hot dog made out of fiberglass on the highway, um, this person was driving alone, and <laughs> he took out his phone and took a picture with both of his hands off the wheel and this was not like a tesla or a self this was just like a honda civic like a 2012 honda accord you know like it it wasn't it wasn't like self-driving mode takes out the phone goes both hands for like 10 seconds and almost hits us because they were trying to take a picture of what they almost crashed into like we had to kind of swerve a little bit and like Make them realize that they were coming our way as they took a picture. Um, and for some reason, that wasn't the first thing that came to my mind, because that kind of stuff happened a lot, honestly. Uh, there's a guy who stood up on his motorcycle at a red light and took a picture right in front of us.
1: It would in be kind of, of funny if uh, um, you got into a car accident and then having to, like, exchange insurance information with the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. mobile. <laughs>
2: That's so true. I would have truly no idea how to go about like any of that. I've never had to do it, and if the first time I had to do it was in that, that would be nuts. Actually, I will say the first time I ever got pulled over in my life was in the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile, which is a, a funny fun fact that I like to say sometimes.
1: You got pulled? Wait, you got pulled over in the hot dog truck?
2: I I did get pulled over one yeah i need to know that
1: i need i need to know i need to know this story
2: (laughs) okay okay so um one the, the first time was um why did we oh so got pulled over in the wienermobile for the first time in my life and it was because our taillights were out it wasn't anything crazy it wasn't like some sort of hot dog gun that we were shooting outside the windows and they didn't like it or anything like that. Um, The taillights were out. this over and they were like, hey, the lights are out. You should figure this out. Not cool. And we're like, yeah, sorry. We were just at an event. It was really fun. Uh, We didn't even notice. Thank you. And we spent like 10 minutes talking to these cops um, and eventually asked us about what the heck was going on. But we, we talked to the cops for like 10 minutes and it was because the taillights were out what we didn't know i was the one driving what i didn't know was that the taillights were not out i just didn't turn the lights on correctly (laughs) (laughs) because i was so new to the gigantic vehicle um that i didn't know how to turn the lights on properly apparently it was like the third week on the road with it
1: did you pull out a hot dog and hand it to the cop and go what do you say we forget about all this
2: Yeah, I put, a, I put a little mustard on it, and I said, you you look like a mustard guy here. Look yeah. the other way on this.
1: Yeah. <laughs> did look, they give you a ticket or a citation or anything? Of
2: they did not. They were like, you know what? It's fine. They, they were like, out. Know like, you know like, You're in a gigantic hot dog. You seem like mm-hmm. good kids. We'll let you go. Just go get it fixed right now, and you'll be mm-hmm. fine. Uh, luckily, we didn't notice that it was just turned... Or I just didn't turn it on until after they were gone. So like we were I don't know what we were messing with. We were messing with the lights, trying to figure mm-hmm. it out and we're like, oh, they just must be out. And then they left, and then I flipped the thing and I was like, Oh my god, go see if they're on. And then my other person went in the back and be like, Yep, they're on and I was like, Oh my gosh
1: got pulled. Well, that's Imagine we got
2: a ticket and then you immediately <laughs> Yeah, true.
1: That's good that they the didn't give you a, a ticket. The that's that's that Oscar Meyer wiener yes. privilege right there. <laughs>
2: That's what they say. That's what they say. It felt good.
1: Um, it felt really good. All right. So, you know, you asked me at the beginning of this about my little journey of p- peace and whatever. I want to know from you. Mm-hmm. Spiritually, you seem like a deep guy, Dijon. Ha- <laughs> haven't even. We're twenty minutes in. Haven't even spoke about the fact that your name is Dijon with the mustard thing, and we don't need to because it's not that deep, but you seem like a deep guy, Dijon. I want to know, spiritually, philosophically, emotionally, what have Hmm. you learned from driving the Oscar Mayer Wiener truck?
2: Wow. Hell of a question. Hell of a question. Um, man... I would say first that there was a lot of things that went wrong that like, like if the Wienermobile breaks down, we're like totally clueless, right? We're just like stranded, which again, that's another story that I could tell that also happened, right? We're just stranded. Um, And there was a lot of moments where you could have just given up and like been very negative and angry and like, this is so dumb. Like, why does life do this? Which is totally valid. Sometimes you, you have to wonder those things to make the highs better, right? To make the happy times better. But I think what I learned emotionally, spiritually, mentally, everything you said was that choosing as best you can, right? For anyone who is, able to choosing your attitude ideally to be positive even in situations that aren't so positive is like the secret to the beginning of some sort of happiness I think it's not the secret to happiness thinking positive it's a magical thing that everyone can just do it's not some magical thing that I can just do but there are just sometimes in the in that good old gigantic hot dog that I was like, you know what, Try to force myself to be positive right now. I'm going to choose the happy route. I'm going to put on a high school musical two song, and I'm going to jam instead of being sad right now. Hmm. So I think a positive attitude was something that I learned to have, even when a positive attitude wasn't necessarily what felt like I should have.
1: They really need to record you saying this and have it be a commercial for Oscar Mayer Wieners. <laughs> Thank you,
2: <laughs> that means a lot. I think that would um, get a lot of people to buy their hot dogs.
1: I think so too. You, it's so funny. Everything you're saying right now, by the way, ties into I was something I was reading about this morning. This concept, I think it's Whoa. by uh, I've been uh, It's some kind of like stoic philosophical concept or i don't know it's called amor fati which i think fucking means in italian or greek or whatever uh love what happens right Ah. so so you're you're in a giant hot dog you get pulled over by the police uh you know (laughs) uh, a a a woman in a meat suit breaks in uh you're (laughs) you're car breaks down all this stuff you, you you just decide to love whatever happens you decide to go with it you you realize that logically you have nothing to gain by choosing to be upset and pissed off about what happens and so why not just for your own damn sake choose to you know be happy and to to tea to love what happens um Cause it'll just mm-hmm. it'll just make life better. I like that. Yes. You read about that this morning? I read about that this morning. I told you I'm oh. on a stupid journey. <laughs> hey man, it's not stupid. It's not stupid. It's alright. Um Wow. This was a be- this was a beautiful car. Con- I like. I love. I loved talking about all of this. This had a nice ending to it. I'm glad that you learned something. I'm glad a lot of. This is what I like about you, man. I think a lot of people could drive a giant hot dog across the country and come back with nothing, but you seem to have come back with with a yeah. lot.
2: <laughs> that is one of the best compliments I've ever received. <laughs> Seriously, uh, thank you so much. That means a lot to me, man. I appreciate it. I definitely enjoy a lot about you, everything you do. Um, of course, that's why I called today. Um, so, thank you.
1: Well, thank you, man. I one quick question. Uh, one quick thing before we go. What are you doing now? Like, where, where what, what's what, what's af, What's the next resume item after hot dog driver?
2: <laughs> oh man. Um, Doing that quickly is going to be hard for me. Um, I did recruiting for a bit. I got laid off and recently kind of self-discovered that I want to figure out how to be happy in life. Um, Kind of goes with what we just said of choosing some sort of happiness or choosing a route of loving what happens, right? Um, So right now, coincidentally enough, from your inspiration that is going out and trying to make people happy and make someone's day and make a video out of it and see if i enjoy doing that um and working part-time in a music venue just because i like concerts and events and stuff so i figured working at them getting paid to go to them would be super fun too um so that's kind of what i'm up to right now trying to figure it out and do as much as I can to figure out what I don't like and fail and do all that stuff so I can eventually figure out what I do like in a year or 10 years or 100 years, whatever it may be.
1: I like that, man. Well, look, if you're if you're going to become a content creator, I feel like what I learned driving a giant hot dog uh, is a great clickbait title for a video.
2: <laughs> wow. This is why I need you, man. <laughs> This is why I need you. Thank you so much. I never even thought of that. I wear a jacket that has a wienermobile on the back when I go out, and like, I, right now I'm holding a sign up asking people what their favorite cereal is, um, just like for a laugh. Um, and I wear a jacket that has a wienermobile on the back, like a retro windbreaker kind of jacket. It's super sick. So I'm I'm using it, but not directly like that. So you're you're the genius on the other side of it. So I appreciate I'm going to make that,
1: that the t- I'm going to make that the title of this episode. That would be
2: an honor. I could not be more excited about that. That's great.
1: Uh, Dijon, anything else you want to say to the people at the computer before we go? <sighs> um,
2: try to choose positivity if you can, whenever you can. And Gek, thank you so much. Like I said, huge inspiration for me just being like, fuck it. I love talking to people. And so I'm going to try to go talk to people and try to make a living out of it or do it for fun and see where it goes. Um, which is why I asked you how you're doing at the beginning of this. Cause I truly talk about that kind of stuff. Um, so I, I love what you do.
1: Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Dijon, you're an American hero. I'll talk to you soon. <laughs> Thanks,
2: man. Have a good night.
1: Wow. Um, I like that. It was. It is very funny that he was talking about all that stuff because I was just reading about that this morning. The idea of, of loving what happens. Yes, I have been thinking a lot more about how to be happy um, and how to not have my life driven by anxiety. Um, and uh, I've been really into this idea of paying the taxes of life gladly. Um, you know, everything you do comes with some kind of tax to it. So, look, you, driving a giant hot dog. Uh, a, 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 you know, a, a joy, a pleasure. So the tax is that sometimes it breaks down, and so you know you pay you pay the tax gladly instead of just fussing over it. Um, I like that. I'm glad that that's what Dijon learned. Um, and I I, I never did think of a like of an actual joke about his name, but but again, I don't think I don't think I had to. All right, thank you, Dijon.
0: Hey, curate coffee drinkers. Did you know that the bold, smooth taste of Dunkin' cold coffee can be brewed in your Keurig, coffee maker, and enjoyed at home? Duncan's cold K-cup pods were crafted to be brewed hot and enjoyed cold. And of course, they're packed with the Duncan flavor you crave. Brew over ice and sip in seconds. Because the home with Duncan is where you want to be.
3: At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a house. It's your home. A place that's filled with memories. The early days of figuring it out to the later years of still figuring it out. For the place you've put down roots, trust Amica Home Insurance. Amica, empathy is our best policy.
1: Hey, folks, this episode is sponsored by Prize Picks. Football season may be over. But the action on the basketball court is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or the fight for playoff home court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Get in on the excitement with prize picks. for a first deposit match of up to $100. That's the code GECKO for a first deposit match of up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Hello. Hello. How are you?
4: I'm good. How are you?
1: I'm a GECKO on the computer. (laughs) Um... Can
4: I just get into it?
1: Yes. Yes, sure. Please.
4: So basically I was dating this guy for a long time and I got pregnant and I had a kid on my 19th birthday and, um, I decided to give him or place him for adoption. And I didn't tell anyone in my family outside of obviously my parents. Um, I kept it a secret from the rest of them.
1: Um, did what did your boyfriend know that you gave the that you had the kid and gave him away?
4: Oh, yeah, we dated up until he was about six months old, but it was not. I I kind of had to like overrule, basically make the executive decision to do it because I knew that's what was right. I guess,
0: because
4: mm-hmm. um, he was very wishy-washy about what he wanted to do and then in the end obviously it didn't work out so okay, it was better in the long run
1: Uh, so was this kid was this kid an accident or was this something you guys had agreed upon beforehand
4: no it was definitely an accident
1: okay and your boyfriend wanted to keep it
4: um not at first at first he wanted me to um have an abortion and then once I had kind of like once I had talked to him about like, oh, we're gonna like this is what I wanna do and this is what I'm sure about, um, I had picked a couple and we had like gotten to know them and everything and then he flipped, changed his mind and was like, I can drop out of school mm. and we can keep him mm-hmm. and Make things very complicated, basically.
1: <sighs> well, I mean, fuck you. I mean, you were. You, I, I I assume neither of you guys have like jobs. You're both in school.
4: No, yeah, we're both in school, and I'm. I work at Starbucks.
1: Okay. All right. So neither of you were like really that equipped to have a kid, and I and you and it was it's cool that you vetted you vetted the couple. You didn't just drop the baby off at like a baby dump, and you know whoever right you know, free we, baby on Craigslist.
4: Yeah, it's and it's an open adoption, so I still talk to them almost Whoa. every day.
1: You still you talk to the parents every day.
4: Yeah, and we Whoa. visit a few times a year.
1: Whoa. The idea of an open adoption is very fascinating to me. What's the what's the scope of, of, of the open adoption? How's that how's that work exactly?
4: Um basically when I found out I was pregnant, I looked up adoption agencies and really every adoption agency website has it's kind of like a catalog, and every family has a profile and you just look through until you find a few that you like and then they put you in contact with them so it's kind of like shopping for a couple in a way
1: you're shopping for parents for your new kid yeah now well okay what i mean by like what i wanted to know from uh, about the open adoption is is it like so now forever you're like is there some kind of legal document that gives you visitation rights or is it kind of more of a handshake deal?
4: Um, there is some legal stuff through the agency. They're like, like we agreed upon, um, we like FaceTime once a month because they don't live that close to us. And then at least one visit a year. Mm-hmm. And then obviously I had to like sign a lot of paperwork to actually place him Legally place them up for adoption.
1: Yeah, I guess what I'm curious about with the paperwork is I'm thinking of a lot of different scenarios. Right? Say, uh, uh, the parents decide that they don't want you to visit anymore. But do they have legal grounds for that?
4: I think if they had, if they had like a valid, very valid reason, then yeah. Like if I, I don't know, like committed a crime. Okay. Or something was a scary person.
1: Mm-hmm. But okay, if they were but just like, so they need yeah. a valid reason legally. Yeah. I guess with... You know, it's tough. This open adoption thing because it's like... I don't know. It's got to be tough. On, it's got to be tough on all three of you. The kid, the parents, and you. Because... The parents are like, well, we are dot We we are raising this kid. It's our kid. But it's you know, you have this other, you have like this kind of undefined role in this kid's life. Like, how do you view right your your role in this um, kid's life?
4: That's actually something I've talked to him about a lot because he's he's like a year, a little over a year and a half now, so he doesn't really know anything about anything yet. Um, yeah. I guess the closest we've come to it is, like, I'm kind of like a an aunt in a way. Like, he won't call me. He'll know who I actually am, like, that I'm a birth mom. But I guess in the way of, like, because I'm obviously not his mom, mom.
1: Where do you see this situation in 10 years from now?
4: If I had to think about it right now, I feel like it, because I have a very good relationship with his adoptive parents, um, and they're very, they're not, like, they're, kind, they're like, proud. Well not, you know, they don't, they're not ashamed that they've adopted a kid instead of, like, having him biologically, I guess. Like, I've okay. already met a lot of their family okay. and things like that, so I feel like it would I mean, as long as things stay how they are now, then it will stay
1: good. What's the boyfriend's deal?
4: Um, He, we dated for a little while after he was born and then we just, we broke up and then it was kind of complicated for a little while. He was, he, we, he wanted to get back together and whatever. So I don't talk to him at all. The last time I really saw him was at um at like at his first birthday because we both went up there to visit at the same time.
1: Okay yeah so I, was, I what I'm asking is like what's, this, so he's aware of the situation that you have and does he have the same visitation rights that you do? Yeah. Okay. Does he use them as often as you do, or do you even have any idea?
4: Um, last time I heard, he doesn't really talk to them as much, uh, which is fine.
1: It's fascinating.
4: It's a little strange.
1: Well, so but I was th- I was thinking about that just now because I my gut reaction was going to be like, well, I, I don't know why if you know if he wanted to keep the baby originally, I don't know why he does a visit, and then it dawned on me, well, it's probably. Um, it's probably painful if he wanted to keep it, you know, to right. see another person raising, raising his baby.
4: Yeah, and I've, I've talked to him about that before. Like while we were still together, it's like it would, like, in an ideal situation, yes, it would be fine. But I also, I didn't want to have to raise a kid, passing him back and forth between me and him and his family and then also mm-hmm. deal with not being in school anymore and having to mm-hmm. like make ends meet and blah, blah, blah. Like I would much rather him be in a home, uh, like a stable home with a mom and a dad.
1: Now, uh, what's your deal? What's, uh, what, are you? Are we in school? Are we working? What's going on in your yeah, life?
4: Yeah, I, I'm a graphic design major. I do online school. Um, cause my, my job pays for it. Yeah. And then I'm a Starbucks barista.
1: Mm-hmm. Are you happy about life? Or are you feeling like, well, do you feel like you made the right decision?
4: I feel like I did. Yeah. I struggled with it a lot at first. Um, but seeing, it's weird cause I thought seeing him with them would make things harder, but it really, it helps me. Like it, reassures
1: me that i made the right choice yeah and uh i'll say this before we go i think that's uh, very, it's a mature decision it's an extremely mature decision because I, I, I obviously you anticipated it would make you feel really sad but you have no f- like i mean how old are these parents they're uh 30 okay all right so they have like jobs and lie they're they're ready and you guys were not yeah And it was a mature decision for you to go, I'm not the best person for this kid and give it up. So, yeah, you know, and it's a tough decision, but kudos on you for doing, you know, what you felt like the right thing was. Thank you. Um, Also, I mean, look, babies uh, suck. So that's (laughs) another reason why you made the right decisions that babies are are awful things to have around. Yeah. You ever been on an airplane with a baby?
4: I have at the same time as a baby, yes. And they cried the entire four-hour flight. So,
1: You know what? One of these days you're going to be on a flight and you're going to hear a crying baby and you're going to be like, I knew I made the right choice. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, Claire, thanks for calling and sharing all this stuff. I know it's, it's kind of a whole crazy thing. Is there anything else you want to say to the people at the computer before we go?
0: No, thanks for answering my call. Thank you, Claire. Hey, Keurig coffee drinkers. Need a cold coffee with a bold flavor? Dunkin' Cold K-Cup Pots were specially crafted for cold coffee. Brew over ice straight out of the Keurig coffee maker for smooth, delicious Dunkin' taste you know and love. Find your next Dunkin' Cold coffee in the roasted coffee aisle.
3: At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car. It's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive the hatchback that took you cross country and back and the minivan that tackles the weekly carpool for the cars you couldn't live without trust amica auto insurance amica empathy
1: is our best policy good one i am i identify as a self-hating baby um, because I I hate babies, but I also am a baby. I I'm the same. Well, actually, I think your are your don't your fucking cells change when you go from a baby to a a older guy thing. So maybe I'm different cells. So that means the baby version of me is dead. That's crazy. Let's take a phone call. Hello.
5: Hey, it's, um, hey, it's Mr. Gek. Oh, yeah. Who's this? Uh, this is Ricky.
1: Ricky, what's, oh, what's man. up, man?
5: Oh. I am, I'm, a, I, I'm, I'm alive. I'm a human.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm,
5: mm-hmm. Oh, man, I am good. I'm glad mm-hmm. that this music is over. <laughs> the whole music.
1: How does it feel? To, how does it feel Ooh. to be alive? How does it feel to be alive and a human?
5: It feels. It's not as it's not as cracked up as, as uh, people make it seem to be honest. But um, honestly, I, I call it because um, I, I thought you might be interested in in hearing um, something that a lot of people don't really know about. I'm, I'm not sure. I, so basically, I make people fall asleep with my mouth, and I I, put, like, I, I tell people that, and they always think it's weird. But I found that. I kind of have a calling for it. And, um, yeah, I think I think it's a cool thing to talk about.
1: Okay. I'm not going to say the thing, but I'm not going to make the joke that everyone wants me to make. What do you do to make people fall asleep with your mouth?
5: Um, oh, man. So I do everything from tongue sounds to, like, um, different, like, syllables, but, like, inaudible. Um, I, I have different like various tools that i put up to my lips and blow into while tapping kind of like i don't don't know if the kazoo is what that is but yeah it's um it's very soothing to the people listening and um i don't know i think it um i think it's something that uh like has some type of effect on people because okay it says here that you are a asmr
1: youtuber YouTuber.
5: yeah yeah um generally people i I feel like when I tell people ASMR, they always think of something sexual, um, but it's not. And you know, there are sexual ASMRs, but I think for the general, it's not. And I, you know, trying to kind of.
1: Okay. Do you want to? Um, do you want to do some ASMR for us right now?
5: Yeah. Yeah. All
1: right. Let's pretend like um, uh, we're yeah. we're about to fall asleep. Let's get some ASMR going. All right.
5: So I like to whisper a lot. Um, so this is something that. I like to do with, um, it sounds like water.
1: Okay. Uh, What is this, what is, wait, what is this supposed to be?
5: So it's supposed to be, uh, water drops.
1: Oh, okay, water drops. Okay, got it. That's actually pretty good. Yeah. Can you do grass? Can you make um, the sound of grass? Hmm. I can.
5: Just whatever, whatever, however you want to
1: creatively interpret that.
5: All right. That's grass. That's pretty good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, what else you got? Um, so one thing I do is, um, I tap on my stomach and I, yeah, I'm a very, I have a very big belly and it kind of gives off the waves of, uh, a soothing wave Just a here.
1: I swear. Okay. I mean, I can do that too. I'm, I mean, look, if I do that, it sounds... Let's... Let's see what this sounds like. Alright, hold on. Hold on. Mm. How, how is that for you? Euphoric. Very euphoric. Um, so... What made you want to get into uh, putting people to sleep with um, your mouth? Well, honestly,
5: um, my girl, she, she tends to fall asleep a lot when I'm talking to her and I don't know, I, d- I thought it was a boring thing at first, but I, I realized that it's kind of the way I talk. I, you know, I make a lot of like, I don't know, emphasis, emphasis on like, like B's and K's and something about that. I don't know. It's like a, it's like a Hertz frequency. Um, and I, I honestly, a lot of people just told me, know, uh, I should, uh, I should do something with music, but I never really had a talent. So I kind of like, I did one video once, and honestly, it was for food. It wasn't even something that, um, I was thinking about, like, with ASMR, and it turned out to be a good ASMR. Uh, so I just decided to focus on that. But, um, yeah, honestly, everyone just, uh, that I've known growing up
1: has told me I'm a very soothing, uh, person.
0: Hmm.
1: Hmm. Um, mm-hmm. do you ever find yourself falling asleep to your own mouth sounds? Oh yeah.
5: Um, actually it's, it's kind of hard to do, to do, to do the videos itself. Um, I try to, Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't like to drink caffeine very much cause you know, it's very uplifting, but, um, I try to kind of like get stoned to do my videos to kind of like yeah relax me a little bit more but yeah it, it definitely uh gets yeah, uh, yeah I would say about twenty minutes after shooting a video i I'm, I'm knocked out <laughs> are you stoned right now to, uh,
1: I am kind of always stoned I feel that I feel that when i'm not doing yeah. when I'm not a gecko, I'm pretty much always stoned as well. Mm. Not like when I'm not working. Like if I'm like you know doing any kind of work or any sort of that, I'm not. I won't get stoned. But when I'm not having to do stuff, I'm usually stoned. It's probably a problem. Listen, it says here that you were recently sucked into a pyramid scheme. Recently, what is that?
5: Yeah. Oh man. And honestly, I I, I want everyone to beware because it's very crazy. I was so I have social anxiety, and I was going to the grocery store. And funny thing is, I got so stoned before I went because I knew it was gonna be like a ding that was like, oh shit, I want to get in and out. But um, while I was looking at the bread aisle, I was looking on my phone to see which bread was the healthiest bread to get. And this lady walks up to me and just like compliments my jacket. And I didn't think she was talking to me at first, but then I turned around like she was talking. We started conversating. It was very genial. And um, eventually we, we exchanged numbers and she invited me out to coffee at Starbucks. Uh, we went and it was just like a normal little, like it wasn't a, a date, but it was more like a casual, like, friend type of thing. Um, the second time we met for coffee, she started kind of, like, pitching this. Um, I have a mentor. Uh, you can do e-commerce with a- Amex, I think was the company. And she invited me to this thing that was, like, in Anaheim. I live all the way in North Hollywood. And it's, like, an hour and a half away. And I, honestly, I fell more for the relationship than the scam. But when I was on the way to the, uh, the presentation thing, um I was a, I was in traffic. I was looking up on my phone and I saw that there was like a whole bunch of TikToks that had the same story. Like someone in Marshall, someone walked up to them, had a conversation, went to start but like they typed from literally frame by frame. Um so I typed around and dipped <laughs> and, and blocked her. So I'm pretty sure uh yeah, I remember her mentioning that name. It's the same name, Amex mm. Mray actually, Emre.
1: Man, wouldn't it be tragic if that's I not what was going on at all and you guys were actually meant to be in love?
5: I know. <laughs> I've thought about that. <laughs> and, Are you oh 100% man, sure it, that it was a
1: scam? A big...
5: Well, it feels like it because they made me read this book called, um, what was it called? Where's My Cheese or Who Moves My Cheese? And in the book, it's just about like four characters that have like characteristics that people, everyone shares. But there's one character that you don't want to be. And they make you feel like by not doing it, you're that character. And it's like kind of fucked up. I'm pretty sure it was a scam. I
1: mean, look, honestly. I've never read this book. But I I personally, I wouldn't want to be any kind of mouse.
5: Yeah. Especially just eating cheese. Do you make a lot of so, money doing ASMR? You're stuck in the maze I don't. I wish I did. Um, I'm very small. I, I literally just started about six months ago and uh, it's a hobby so you know anything you don't get paid for is a hobby but i'm really i'm really proud of it i got the whole setup i got OBS, and it's a whole thing
1: um hmm. what do you want uh, Honestly, uh I wanna... what were you gonna say go ahead
5: oh no i was just saying i want to take you because really like you inspired me to do Anything social <laughs> and like, yeah, that definitely is a big part. Oh, really?
1: Did I inspire you to want to do ASMR? Yeah.
5: yeah. Hmm. I have followed a of... to your podcast multiple times. That definitely uh, counts as an ASMR.
1: Man, how do you know I'm not trying to rope you into some kind of like streamery cult thing where I'm trying to get people to do ASMR to, so I can. I don't know. I am not going there with that. I appreciate this, Ricky. I'll sign up. Um, <laughs> hmm. Well, I hope you are able to find legitimate love someday.
5: Yeah. Well. Yeah. Definitely. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um. um
1: and do I, you have anything um, else you no, want, to want to say in a uh, in a in a in a relaxing whispered voice to us before we go?
5: Yeah, yeah, actually, I wanted to um, say it was actually I've talked to you before, and I don't know how it, it was a, about exactly a year ago. Yeah, I don't know exactly how well you remember this, but. Uh, well, it says I it right here. I keep notes of all that. Ah, shit, you do.
2: <laughs> what very
1: were you going to say?
5: Well, I, I, uh, I dealt with a very uh, intense ass fetish. Um. That's still very intense yeah I, I well you yeah you uh, called
1: you called um by somebody named um you called by the name of Ricky Rax and said yeah. that you have an ass fetish, and then for weeks and weeks and weeks after that, I would get messages from you saying, Lyle, when are you gonna put <laughs> the ass caller in the podcast? you remember sending me those messages?
5: I do, I do, yeah. yeah.
1: And I never put it in the podcast.
5: Nah, but it's fine because it, it was a good memory, honestly. And um, you got okay. to talk to my wife too.
1: Yeah, oh, I remember man, talking that to your that wife. Was really cool. I'll put this in the podcast. Yeah. Would that make up for Close. it? Not that, Yeah, that would be cool. You know, uh, I mean, you don't owe me anything, but that would be. That's I would, true. I, don't. I would play it for everybody on my Discord and friends. I'll put this in the podcast. This sounds. This is. I think this is worth it. Maybe I'll put it at the end. Podcast.
5: I would I would love for you to check my page out, but I don't want to plug.
1: So you know what?
5: If I could send you, you
1: know what, Ricky Rax? What's your fucking YouTube? What's your YouTube channel? I want to check it out.
5: All right, man. Thank you. It's um, it's actually Ricky Rax ASMR.
1: I'm gonna look. Hold on, can I? I'm gonna play a video for myself right now. Hold on, Ricky yeah. <laughs> Racks. ASMR. I wish I had the ability to put this into something. Oh wow! Oh, this is this is real. This is a whole thing.
5: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you, you like I said, you inspired me to get a green screen and do the whole nine yards.
1: <laughs> you know what, Ricky Rack? Right? I'm I actually I'm just I'm only looking at. Wait, you do dabs ASMR like with fucking. This thinking. is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. This is you with a bunch of with a fucking dab rig and dab oil fucking making dab ASMR. Yeah. That's actually pretty right. sweet. Here okay, I'm going to so watch that. Wait, this is real. Okay, I'm Can I be honest <laughs> with you? I thought you were fucking with me the whole call. <laughs> oh, no. Cuz I cuz I knew that you were the ass fetish guy and I thought that like oh, you're yeah. just doing another bit. No, you this is 100% real. Look at this. Sushi ASMR. You have Raising Cane's chicken ASMR.
5: Oh, yeah, dude. That was so good.
1: This is just a video of you eating fucking chicken. Close up into a microphone.
5: Yeah, man. You know
1: what? I have a... Okay, you know what? I respect you, Ricky Racks. You're really kind of hustling in this ASMR game i'm trying i gotta change the haircut asmr this is creative this is this is more than i i thought it was okay i respect this halloween asmr what the fuck is this (laughs) okay i'm honored to have inspired this
5: oh yes yeah most definitely man i I was I was thinking about even getting a costume and, and doing it with it on honestly
1: I don't think you need a costume I think you already kind of have your 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 yeah. thing going
5: yeah
1: oh, well all right but Ricky Rex. Yeah, I mean,
5: thank you so much I appreciate it and um to everyone in the chat I love this guy hold on dang I that might, that might sound like I love this guy, but I'm, I'm about to say I love the sky and everything
1: under it. Hey, the sky loves you too, Ricky Rax. Thanks for calling.
5: <laughs>
1: you too, man. <laughs> All right, take care. All right, when I go to sleep tonight, I'm going to listen to, um, look at this. Opening your favorite candy ASMR. Okay, you know, I, I got to say, I underestimated this guy. I thought he was just fucking around. There's, he's putting his brain to this, and I respect it. Go check out Ricky Racks ASMR. Wait, okay, he called in about having an ass fetish. Why he should make videos ASMR ass smacking videos? That's his self actualization right there. If he can make that video.
0: Keurig coffee drinkers, did you know that the bold, smooth taste of Dunkin' Cold Coffee can be brewed in your Keurig coffee maker and enjoyed at home? Dunkin's Cold K Cup Pods were crafted to be brewed hot and enjoyed cold, and of course, they're packed with the Dunkin flavor you crave. Brew over ice and sip in seconds because the home with Dunkin' is where you want to be. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a
3: car or a house.